Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and today me and Alex are finally finishing the Star Wars saga. We're going to be talking about episodes 7, 8, and 9. And then as a bonus, because, you know, we are really grateful for everyone's patience and because it would be wrong to not include the films as a bonus, we will be talking about the solo film and Rogue One film. So the separate Star Wars story movies that they made. We're going to give our thoughts on those. I won't lie to you. <laughs> it's a pretty brutal ride. You know, we definitely give our honest opinions of the sequel trilogy. You know, at the end of the day, if you like the film, that's all that matters. We're just two guys out here just having fun, giving our opinions on the film and how we felt when we watched them. But no matter what, if you like it, that's all that matters. I just appreciate you listening to the episode. Uh, you know, if you enjoy it, share it with your friends and your family. Uh, thank you guys for the constant support of the show. It means the world to me. But unfortunately, there was some technical issues recording this episode. We This is our second time recording it. And between Zoom, Skype, and Discord, we were having massive issues. I actually had to use my gaming headset to just record this for you guys so i apologize for the quality it is not on par for what we, you know for what we are trying to achieve so i appreciate your patience with that i don't know why i cuss so much <laughs> it's not like i'm angry or think it's cool but it unfortunately it's one of those things so thank you guys for joining on you know joining us on the show today i really hope you enjoy this episode it was a lot of fun to make with all the issues we had it's still really fun to talk about star wars because it's such an amazing franchise so yeah, I really hope you enjoyed the episode and then let us know if you have any feedback. So just hit us up on Instagram at it just works podcast. And I am happy to hear anything you guys say, or if you have feedback, anything you want to critique, you know, it's, it's very important to me. So yeah, let's just get into it. Cue that intro. because i am sick of thinking about these movies i am tired of <laughs> writing notes about them looking at like youtube videos of people that like them people that don't like them uh you know it's funny actually you know it's actually really cool that we're doing this today because john boyega i guess is on like the uk uh gq for men cover in october and in his interview he basically talks shit about disney and stuff so what perfect timing to talk about the sequel trilogy, which, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Definitely hype this one up a bit because I think it deserves it. I mean, these movies are pretty much trash and we're going to talk about it. So Alex, how are you doing today, man? Good. These movies are so horrible. It broke both of our computers. Yeah. Our computers are so broken right now, everybody. We literally had to use our gaming headsets just to record this goddamn thing. So I hope you appreciate this because it sucks when you're testing audio for about 40 minutes and it pretty much just goes horribly wrong. But enough of that. We are going to talk about The Force Awakens first. We're going to at least start on a somewhat decent note. We're not going to be completely negative about The Force Awakens or at least I don't I don't think I am. <laughs> well, Alex is ready. He's ready to shoot some, you know, fires out there. Uh, Alex, you know, I'll let you start with The Force Awakens on this one, and then I'll probably take over on The Last Jedi. What What did you, what are your overall thoughts of The Force Awakens? 
Uh, it's a horrible movie, and they <laughs> destroyed the franchise. Good okay. going, Disney. Well, that's it, everybody. We're going to move on to The Last Jedi. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if it ruined the franchise. You know, I wrote down, like, my initial thoughts from when I watched it when it released. I was pretty excited just to see Star Wars come back to the big screen. I didn't really know what to look forward to. Uh, you know, based on the trailers, they didn't really tell us much. It looked kind of cool. Uh, nothing to freak out about besides BB-8. And, you know, I think what we got was okay. But the biggest complaint from myself then and others, and still till this day, because it's truly the biggest complaint, is that it's a almost carbon copy or an updated, or it almost feels like a spiritual sequel slash reboot of the same fucking thing uh, of A New Hope. It's got so many things from A New Hope that are literally like just thrown into Force Awakens just with a different maybe atmosphere, definitely different characters in some ways, but we still got another Death Star. We still got another cantina scene where they got to, the only way they can further their mission is going to this cantina. Just a lot of the same shit, man. Desert planet. I don't know. What the fuck is up with it? It's a a new hope with GTA cheat codes. Yes. (laughs) It's probably the best way to put it, to be honest with you. And there's definitely some good moments. Uh, One of the things that you and me were talking about uh, you know, rewatching this film for the show, I realized, and I definitely never appreciated it when the movie or originally came out, but Harrison Ford carries this fucking movie. Like, it is all about him and Han, as Han Solo moving this, uh, you know, movie forward. Like, he does such a good job. You know, his rapport with, uh, you know, Ray and Finn are actually pretty cool. Like, I would have liked to see more of that. Uh, obviously, him and Chewie, just the best dynamic ever. I mean, Chewie literally barks like a dog, and he's, we still laugh at it. I don't even know how that happens, but it does. You know, I just think there's a lot to look forward to with that, but it gets cut short, obviously, with the ending of the movie, so that's what kind of just killed it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Sorry, guys, it's going to be very hard to talk about these movies because I want to be positive on The Force Awakens, but at the same time... It, it's not without its flaws, which there is a ton of. And one of them that I'd like to kind of get into, Alex, is Finn. Obviously, you know, his first battle is at the in- intro to the movie. You know, uh, his fellow stormtrooper dies. His blood gets all over his helmet. And he's like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't shoot civilians. You know, the, the stormtrooper died next to me. and I just can't handle it. Right. So literally, like maybe 15 minutes of screen time later, He's in a TIE fighter with Poe Dameron, who he rescues, and he starts shooting a bunch of stormtroopers in a Star Destroyer. And I just think that the way they wrote now, this isn't John Boyega's fault, but the way they wrote Finn in that aspect seems kind of ridiculous to me. And yeah, yeah, I just, I don't don't know. Well, he forgot. That's the main reason. Must have been force powers. Must have been force powers, right? So one of the things that we also, I, you know, I'm just kind of going through like a list of things that I thought were maybe interesting, having seen Last Jedi, uh, Rise of Skywalker, and then going back to this film. Personally for me, because, you know, I know you're going to disagree, but since this is all we have to work with, I think it's kind of cool knowing that Snoke, this, the entire time you think about him, or like the, the parts that you do see him in this film, is literally just a fucked up clone of Palpatine. Like knowing that, having seen Rise of Skywalker was kind of cool to me, but I doubt that was the plan from the beginning. 
<laughs> I doubt it too. Nutsack Snoke. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. He didn't seem like a terribly big bad. They should have uh, gave more context about him. Or not yeah. even shown him at all. I agree because honestly, it's the trailers and him, uh, you know, Andy Serkis's voiceover that made Snoke seem way more of a villain than he actually is, or maybe a Sith Lord than he actually is. Like, Snoke is almost as much of a useless character as Jar Jar Binks. Whoa. Yeah. I went there. I'd say he's worse. You, you'd say he's <laughs> worse than Jar Jar Binks? Yeah. At least Jar Jar Binks oh, became, no. like, a senator. Yeah, at least, like, Jar Jar Binks is, like, you know, secretly a Sith Lord and the, the entire time and really causing everything to go wrong. Uh, I just think Snoke's useless. I agree with you on that. I don't, like, they shouldn't have even shown him. I, I don't know. Seems like a waste. It almost feels like they should have just brought Palpatine back right away. And it's just, nah, never mind. That sounds terrible, too. I don't think there's any way to really save these films. One of the things I talked about with you is I don't think we needed another Death Star. I think that we could have just, you know, maybe started this movie and the goal is still to find Luke and the First Order could still exist or the Rebuilt Empire with a better name could also be looking for Luke still, the quote-unquote Last Jedi Master. I'm still okay with that narrative, like, you know, that plot. It doesn't bother me. But what they should have done instead of, like, maybe another Death Star is, like, maybe the Sith are all built up again. They have a ton of them. And maybe Luke has, like, his, like, Jedi army that he's making, but Leia is also a general who is the leader or the general of the Resistance. So she obviously has an army, too. So, like, maybe they could clash or something. I don't know. I just really hate the whole Death Star shit, which is Starkiller base. Yeah, and the fact that Luke's gone and missing uh, bothers me, too, because he was never afraid to stray away from a fight. The better uh, fight for the people he loves, which, you know, it's his sister who is still a general and she's trying to win a war because, you know, the empire that they thought they destroyed is back. And he, so he would definitely show up. And it's funny that you say that right now, because obviously as a huge Luke Skywalker fan, we know what happens with Last Jedi and it hurts my heart. Um, I didn't even think about that. When I'm watching the movie, I didn't think about, oh, well, that's weird. That's already against Luke's character. Why is he not around? Why is everybody looking for him? Wow. Good job, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think about Ray's powers? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about that. I get it. I'm okay because of what we find out in the third movie, which once again probably wasn't even planned why is she so powerful and like naturally good with the force my issue is that she's too good at using force abilities she uses jedi mind trick after saying the same line three times and daniel craig's fucking stormtroopers like oh i'll throw my gun away and let you loose like dude luke like couldn't even lift a few rocks after training right. at dagobah which i think is one of the things you said when we talked about you know this kind of topic and yeah that bothers me quite a bit. Like, here we got our fucking Mary Sue over here who's already good with the fucking Force, 
even though she's been living on a desert planet, crying for mommy and daddy, writing a stupid line on a goddamn wall. But here we go. She's already fucking making stormtroopers, like, do whatever she wants. They're fucking simping hard, bro. Yeah. And the fact that she's so good with the lightsaber. That made me mad. And she knows everything about the aluminum falcon. And every ship yeah. she drives flies. I was okay with the lightsaber part. I know why you don't like it because it's like, oh well, you know, there's a lot of it has to do with the force and naturally training with a lightsaber. You know, one of the things that you talked about before was well, how do these people like know to press the button and like they don't get fucking they don't stab themselves or cut themselves? I would say the only thing that she has going for her is that she actually has like the staff, you know, her little staff that she has. It gave her an idea on how to use weapons like that. Whereas Finn, I'm actually just really bothered Finn wasn't the main character of this trilogy. But, you know, this the first time he uses the lightsaber, he's terrible with it. And that's perfectly fine. But, I don't know, I, I like the idea of Rey, this mysterious character who she doesn't know who she is. I just think she was poorly written too. Uh, Daisy Ridley's fine. I, I felt like the acting was fine, but her block being... of wood. What block of wood? Block of wood. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I th- I think she's a okay character. I just I really don't like this idea that a character we're just uh, checking out within an hour is already really good with the force, where Anakin and everybody else, who was apparently the best of their generation, had to take you know, weeks, years, months, like, to learn this shit, and she's doing it in literally a few hours of, you know, their world time or whatever. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, not, nah, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, man. It's really hard to defend that, because, like, I get what they're trying to do, but it just didn't work. What did you think of Maz Kanata? As a, as a new character. I liked her. Uh, that whole scene was fine. Yeah, I liked it too. And, the, you know, the, the lightsaber flashback I thought was really cool. Once again, kind of has nothing to do with her, but I still thought it was cool. It, uh, it's just uh, another thing. It's just a carbon copy of, you know, the old movies of the cantina going in there. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, when I saw this in the theaters and we went to the cantina, I was like, really? That's when I immediately started to feel like I was watching A New Hope, you know, rebooted or, you know, a spiritual reboot of it. And it just, I don't know. It's not a huge fan. What did you think of? So I kind of wanted to talk about the other new characters. You know, we talked about Ray and Finn. Uh, what did you think of BB-8 as a new droid? Uh, they got to make money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I think BB-8 is pretty fucking adorable. I literally have like the electronic, like it it rolls around on its own fucking toy they came out with back in the day. Uh, so yeah, I guess they made some money off me. Damn that fifty bucks. Um, yeah, I think BB-8 is cool. I think my favorite character that they brought in, who I thought was written horribly in the next two films, was Poe Dameron. I actually really fucking liked him. Like I felt like that dude should have become a Jedi or something. Yeah, he's uh, he's good in the first movie, but like 
like the others, they kind of turn him into like a little bitch. And like everybody's just slapping him around. Right. Um, what did you think of uh, Kylo Ren? Okay, so this is this is crazy. And I might get some flack for this, but <laughs> I fucking hate Kylo Ren in the first film. I think he's terrible in Force Awakens. He just sounds like a whiny bitch who wants to be like his grandpa, but he can't be because he's a bitch. And I really didn't care for it. I think his lightsaber is cool. Uh, fuck the haters. He's got an unstable kyber crystal in that bitch. That's why it looks the way it does, and it's super cool. But, so this is where you might think I'm crazy. The way his character got written in The Last Jedi actually made me like him more. He he might be the only thing about that film that I'm actually okay with. So, Kylo Ren in Force Awakens, I really don't like. What about you? Um... Yeah, well, I just like seeing him fucking break things in the Death Star. Right. Uh, <laughs> Throwing his little temper tantrums when he's not getting his way. Uh, funny. But I feel like they just tried to make Vader again, which I guess he's that's what he's trying to become. But I didn't... He's written poorly, I'll, I'll say that. And to bring back Darth Vader's helmet which he's trying to embody the spirit of Darth Vader, it ain't there, because Anakin redeemed himself. Yeah, that's like a complete oversight that you talked about the other day that really blew my mind away. And it's true, like, there is no spirit of Darth Vader. It is literally gone because in Episode 6, Anakin redeems himself and becomes Anakin Skywalker again, which is why we see his Force ghosts, you know, and indoor when they're having a celebration. So apparently J.J. Abrams and the writers forgot to watch Return of the Jedi or even ask George Lucas if that's possible because it just doesn't make any sense. And I feel like that's probably the biggest plot hole in the entire film is that Kylo Ren's character doesn't make any sense because Darth Vader is dead and gone, even the spirit of Darth Vader. So you couldn't, there's nothing to practice there unless you wanted to be mm-hmm. Anakin. Yeah. And like Kylo's retreat or received some training from Luke, so you'd think his grandpa would show up and be like, "Hey, Kylo, uh, <laughs> what gives? I'm not that guy anymore." <laughs> you no, know, I agree with you, man. I, like, I mean, fucking Yoda shows up so many damn times. Why can't the fucking Anakin? Was he lazy? <laughs> right. He's like, he's, I don't want to be a father. He's now. apologizing to all those younglings. Oh, shit. Damn. And apologizing to us for episode two. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so I want to move on to, I think, the biggest frustration I have with the film. And that is Han Solo's death and the aftermath of it. So it's more of the aftermath. His death, whatever. I get it. I think it's fucking stupid, but I get it. I mean, I can't change a damn thing about the scene. I don't know what I would change. I probably just wouldn't have killed Han Solo. But the fact that Leia hugs Ray, a bitch she's never even met, instead of like fucking sobbing and mourning like crazy with Chewie, completely ruins the movie for me. That's the part where I'm like, I don't care to be positive about this film. Let alone, they don't even have a fucking funeral for Han after they destroy the Starkiller base. Yeah. I didn't like the scene 
for uh, Leia going up to Rey. It doesn't make any sense. You yeah. know, we even got a movie about Han Solo and he meets Chewie there. Like, he's been his best friend ever since he was, a, you know, in his 20s. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, I, I don't understand it. It, you know, one of the things we're going to keep talking about through these films, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me here when I say this, it's just that the, you know, Leia, Leia doesn't really go against her character besides that moment. But Han, as you said once too, just being a smuggler again doesn't really make any sense because of the way the Return of the Jedi ended. Like, what could have possibly happened to this guy to where he reverted completely back to a smuggler, even though he was just a general of the Rebel Alliance in love? save the galaxy which is something that his character at the beginning of episode four you wouldn't even expect to do like i understand we later find out that ben solo turns to the dark side right so apparently that completely fucked them up but i would argue against that and say leia and han especially luke as well would never give up on him and they would try to turn him back to the light side but as you said earlier to even add to that why wouldn't anakin's force ghost tell kylo like hey like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead. All, all the other freaking Force ghosts are talking to Ray. Why can't they talk to Kylo? <laughs> Dude, I didn't fucking think about that either. God damn it. That's so true, too. Like, the, through all three of these films, Ray's being spoken to, Luke, you know, talks to Yoda in episode uh, eight, but literally no one, besides a memory of Han, talks to kylo wow didn't think about that either literally the last skywalker after luke and not a fucking single word god damn these movies suck <laughs> plot holes yeah there is plot <laughs> holes galore dude and it's it's not like we're trying to find plot holes it's just like we're literally having a conversation about this film and the more we talk about it, the more we realize it's like, mm, I don't know if I would have, you know, went with that. Honestly, besides, like, a review of it, which we can wait till later, I really don't have much to say besides it's not the worst film ever made. We're about to talk about the next two worst films ever made. And it's, it's fun to watch, especially if you like Han Solo, besides the end, you know, what happens to his character. It really is fun to see him on the, you know, on the big screen again after such a big break in the movies. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford really did a good job of, you know, sending that character out, so to speak. Uh, I just, I don't know, like, if anyone to ever asked me, oh, you, I want to watch Star Wars, but I don't know where to start. I say, just watch the first six and pretend the other ones don't exist. That's how <laughs> bad it is. And it sucks to say, too, because I really do love Star Wars, but these movies are dog shit. So, yeah, Alex, you have anything left to say about Force Awakens before we move on? Yeah, go watch Rogue One. Ouch. Uh... Which is funny, because that came out after this movie, and my god, is there a night and day difference between films? Yeah. What would you give the Force Awakens... Like a rating. One out of ten. After everything we've discussed, and I've, you know, you know, kind of just talking to you about it, 
I would say a 6.3 out of 10. God damn. I, still I lowered think, mine. <laughs> uh, I, I lowered mine too, though, from you know our initial conversation. I still think it's a very watchable movie. I think there's some fun that people can have, you know, you know, kids watching it, especially with like BB-8 and whatnot, and then Chewie and Han. Uh, you know, the the, the X-Wings when they're in it are super badass. Poe Dameron's a really cool character. Leia's obviously doing what she does best. There's some good moments. It's just, ugh. What was your review? Mm, two out of ten. Damn, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, they shit all over the original movies. And basically, George Lucas is like a giant middle finger to the legacy he built up. Right. So, yeah. Well, the middle uh, finger gets worse as we move on to the next film. But before we move on to the next film, I want to take a quick break to remind you guys that you are more than welcome to join in on the conversation. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Our page for the podcast is called the It Just Works Podcast. So there is a link in the description for the show. Go check it out. Let us know if you have different thoughts. Maybe you think The Force Awakens is good. I think you're wrong, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. So, Alex, we are going to move on to The Last Jedi. And I am scared. Can we skip it? <laughs> can we skip it unfortunately we cannot so i'll kind of just get us started on it so before i watched the film i decided to watch the trailers again so kind of wanted to remember i was really excited for this shit luke skywalker is my favorite character i'm like all right we got him back let's see what happens with this film so i decided to watch the announcement trailer which was whatever but then i watched the last trailer before the film came out and that trailer is honestly misleading. Like, it's a very good trailer. It's very well cut. It makes you think a lot more shit's going to happen than it does. And I was excited. I was excited to click watch bait. it. Clickbait. Yeah, <laughs> a quick, quick uh, clickbait. Yeah, pretty much. So I watched it, you know, I watched the movie back in the day. And Luke Skywalker throws Anakin's lightsaber off the ledge. And... I feel like Ryan Johnson literally said fuck you to all the fans and George Lucas because he was before this movie came out, he was always on Twitter saying how much he's going to make this his Star Wars film, blah, blah, blah. And just like with that scene, I really felt like he he got his wish. Uh, The Last Jedi, in my mind, is one of the worst films ever made in cinema. It's not good. It's. It's, it might actually be the worst written, like, big franchise film ever made. Like, it doesn't make any sense. This movie should never have existed. Uh, someone should have pulled the plug before release. It's fucking terrible. I hate it. What they did with Luke was just beyond forgivable. I, I just can't believe they would even do such a thing to a character. They basically turn him into Yoda on Dagobah, like, fucking times ten. Like, he's way worse than Yoda ever was. Uh, you know, apparently Princess Leia is fucking Superman now when she's in space. Um, General Hodo or Admiral Hodo just fucking light speeds through a bunch of star destroyers. There's a lot of shit that happens in this film. Oh, Rose is a character. <laughs> like, oh, the casino scene. Casino subplot to save the animals with some stupid kid who uses the force on a broom. I just, All right. you know. I gotta say. Poe, the beginning scene, before we see 
Luke being a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Uh, between Poe and Hux, that whole exchange where they're like, uh, Hux can't thinks he's uh, talking to Poe, but Poe's like, ha, gotcha, you know, doing the little uh, OK symbol by his by his dick and punching Hux in the arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what that scene felt. Uh, Hux should have just been like, all right, just fucking kill him. Like, why are we even trying to talk to him? We have him. We have them cornered. Let's kill him. <laughs> Instead, we're playing uh, fucking cat and mouse, and the Star Destroyers can't go faster than the little rink-a-dink uh, resistance ships. Right. Well, according to them, you know, uh, Poe was too close to the Star Destroyer for their weapons to hit him. That was their excuse. They literally say that in the film. Yeah, and then he blows up all the surface cannons. Easily. Yeah. Uh, Poe should have died right then and there. That was a stupid stunt. And then the bombers come out, you know, slower than a freaking snail and a tortoise race. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand that at all. They're just going five miles per hour, and they're like, don't worry, guys, we'll get there eventually. And then yeah, look, fucking Mulan die. Look at the battle scene on episode three. And compare it to that one. It's uh, oh, night and day. Right, above uh, Coruscant, right? Yeah, like they're flying around it's super fast and blowing up and, you know, send out the bombers that are like super slow. It's a freaking uh, old folks day at the nursing home. You know, come get your food. <laughs> well, one of the things we talked about, too, is like, where are the Y-Wings? Where are the actual Resistance and Rebel Alliance bombers? Because these ones, they have... Like, <laughs> and you know, apparently they were not fighting in space because gravity sure took a part in those bombers. <laughs> Bombs because of gravity would have flew back up. It just blew everything up. I don't know yeah. what happened there either. I fucking Jesus. <sighs> yeah. What else really bothered you about this film? Um. The scene with Snoke, where Ray and Kylo Ren are in the throne room, okay. um, how Snoke died, you know, he's super powerful with the Force, and he's connecting these two, like, uh, like, Tinder, <laughs> you know, having them Force connect. Well, it's and, like Palpatine, though. Well, it's not really Snoke. Ah, we don't know that yet. Oh, shit, my bad. That's spoilers. Yeah. So, Snoke's super powerful, and he doesn't see the fucking, like, Kylo's thinking in his mind about turning the lightsaber towards towards him. Yeah, I um, I didn't really then, care for that scene either. I mean, it could have done worse. And then, uh, go ahead. It's just a rehash of uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, where Palpatine zapping fucking uh, Luke and Snoke's fucking with uh, Ray and Kylo's like no. Yeah, same as right. Same as Vader. And no, then the yeah, you're right. then the choreography between uh, Kylo Ren and Ray versus the palace guards. It's just. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, they have like 
two or three ch- chances to kill him, but then you, you just see him dance back. Right. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. dancing with the stars. I might, <laughs> yeah, I might actually try to look for the YouTube video and post it in the description of the show or this episode. But it is so blatantly obvious that someone jumped back instead of getting hit by Ray's lightsaber. I think it's Ray. It actually might be both of them, but it's pretty bad. Uh, is there anything that you, like, actually enjoyed? But now, this doesn't have to be characters. It could be anything. Visuals, planets, uh, you know, dogfighting. I mean, the casino scene looked really good. Like, it looked like you'd be in Vegas, but with aliens. So, you know, props on them. You know, everything looked beautiful, but when you have Disney money spewing out your pockets, uh, you can make the world with it. Anything's possible, the House of the Mouse. Yeah. Uh, And I would say the only thing I really liked from this uh, movie is the Kylo shirtless scene uh, (laughs) for the memes. Oh, the memes. The memes are too much. What? I don't know. I just want to know whose idea it was for that scene. And it's not that the dude couldn't be shirtless, you know, whatever. I I don't actually, I guess he didn't need to be shirtless at all. I don't really understand the point of that. Mom said it's my turn to play the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Love that meme. Oh, I have to go look it up after this. I miss it. Uh, you know, whose, whose pants are that high? They were like above his abs, dude. I don't fucking know. Maybe he was cold. But the fact that like everybody laughed in the theater when that scene really popped on, it really tells you all you need to know about the film. <laughs> they were just enjoying the ride. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It wasn't a good ride. It's definitely bumpy. Is there anything that? No, never mind. I can't. I can't even ask that question. I was gonna say, is there anything you would take out or change specifically about the movie? But if I could just make sure this movie never existed, that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, only thing I would change is the plot of The Force Awakens and just tell Ryan Johnson to go fuck to the fuck. garbage can where he belongs. Yeah, fuck you, Ryan Johnson. And, you know, the only thing that I did kind of like was when Luke was, like, burning the Jedi books and the Force tree. And Yoda pops up. I don't know. I oh, yes. Don't burn the books, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. But oh, yes. Help Kylo. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear Yoda's laugh, you know? I mean, that's like that's like the best part about Yoda. But uh, I would say that's probably my favorite part. I really don't have anything else to add to this, to be honest with you, though. I just think this movie is an abomination to Star Wars, to cinema. You know, I heard Knives Out, which is Ryan Johnson's movie after The Last Jedi, was really good, but... It actually is. I really enjoyed that movie. (laughs) I still haven't watched it because of how much I hate The Last Jedi. Maybe I'll give it a shot, but please never let Ryan Johnson near a franchise that people loved. Yeah. original movies because like i said apparently knives out is like really really good that has an amazing cast of characters i know that or you know actors well james bond carries the movie daniel craig well of course he does daniel craig's dope dude yeah anyways we're here to talk about star wars we'll go back to it i just think the last 
is horrific. I don't think I would like to see someone try to defend it. That's not trying to be a troll, like somebody who le legitimately enjoys the film for the way it's written, you know, because obviously you can enjoy the cinematography, the music, the, you know, the visuals, the sound effects. I get it because they always nailed that with Star Wars. I mean, it's never looked, I don't think any of the films have ever looked bad. Even Solo looked good. But this movie sucks. Um, Alex, is there anything you'd like to add to it? Because I'm pretty much over it. Mm, nope. Yeah. What would you yeah. rate it? I'd give it a 1 out of 10. 0. 0.5 out of 10. Ouch. Oh, it deserves it. It really does. And, you know, hey, anybody out there who likes The Last Jedi, good for you. Uh, you know, more power to you. These movies are made for somebody to enjoy them. It just wasn't us. So. No, they can't enjoy it. <laughs> We're telling you right here, right now, you cannot enjoy these films. I, I mean, it's okay, I guess, if someone enjoys it, but I didn't. And well, I mean, everybody has their own opinion. Uh, so if you enjoy it, good for you. I personally didn't. So, uh, ta-ta. So if you did enjoy it, please, please, please check us out on our Instagram page at It Just Works Podcast, because I would love to hear anyone's opinion. Anyone and smash else? that like button. And make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell, too. Anyways, all right. I think the next movie won't be as bad, Alex. I think we're you know moving on to <sighs> something <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Judging by the laugh. It's actually like, no, nah, this movie sucks, too. So we're going to move on to Rise of the Skywalker, the finale of the Skywalker saga, as they like to inform us before. Alex, take it away. Okay. The Rise of Skywalker. If you made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> uh... Things I really didn't like about this movie is uh, using Palpatine again. Felt like it was a cheap, cheap thrill they threw in there. Like, come on, you're made of billions of dollars and you can't come up with something on your own. Yeah. <sighs> oh, listen, but I got a question for you though. Hear me out, Alex. I got a question. Okay. I I, I got a question. <laughs> So we already got this film. Nothing can be changed. The entire nine film saga has been ruined forever and has been tainted by this trilogy. But I want to ask you a question. Do you like Palpatine in the film? Then, If you can ignore how much you hate that he's even in it because we saw such a good finale in episode six with him. Are you still like kind of happy to see him? No. Ouch. <laughs> no, he, he died. He died in episode six. I'm sorry. Like, fucking bringing him back as a clone? Bullshit. I think we should take this time to talk about, you know, Alex, you can chime in. You know, everyone, it's, here's the problem with this trilogy. It's the fact that it retcons so much stuff that happened and, and had their finale. Like, as Alex just said, Palpatine died in Return of the Jedi. Anakin Skywalker has to save his son, and he, he's no longer Darth Vader. He throws Palpatine off the damn balcony, and that fool blows up in the Death Star. So that's the end of him. Luke Skywalker was somebody who was not afraid 
of the dark side. He always knew. He always knew what was right, and he knew how to handle it. And he trained very hard to get to that point. Literally took three films, not one hour. Ray, we're talking about you. That's the problem with the trilogy for anybody listening. It's not that, not well. These are terrible movies, but it's the fact that you took something that already existed and basically took a giant shit on it. So that's our issue. Yeah, they made the whole, both trilogies. I mean, Anakin, Anakin's redemption, like they made it worthless. Like you might as well just watch episode seven, eight, and nine now because. That whole episode one through six, you know, the characters learning uh, and growing, like Luke being a farm boy, and then he becomes a general, and then becomes literally uh, the last Jedi to train the new uh, the new world. And Leia becomes, you know, a regular resistance fighter, and then turns into a general. And uh, Han becomes a low-life smuggler and turns into, once again, a general. Uh, but he redeems himself as a good person. Um, and then, same with Anakin. You know, you see him go to the dark side and then uh, redeem himself. Like, that's the end of it. Like, move on. <laughs> Well, I think the thing, you know, people don't understand who defend this trilogy is that characters we love, you know, we grew up watching these films as kids. We played the video games. Maybe you read the graphic novels. Maybe you read or, you know, uh, you know, watched all the films with your family. When you see these characters in all these films, some of them die, some of them live. Or like you just said, they all have these massive uh, character development storylines. And so when you make this trilogy, and it pretty much feels like all of the clones, all of the Jedi, you know, if you like Count Dooku, like all those characters basically died and existed for no reason. It really fucking sucks. And that's pretty much how I feel when I watch these films. And to make it seem like uh, the reason why I really don't like uh, Palpatine being in this movie, he died in episode six. And you're telling me he had a fucking plan for when he died. And he had a plan for a de- another Death Star, which I get. But he had a plan for a plan for a plan. Like, really? Because <laughs> his pl- plan was the First Order and Snoke. Right. <sighs> it makes me very frustrated and mad. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing, too, though, is, like, we got the Final Order. Which is so fucking stupid. And the fucking de- uh, Star Destroyers literally have Death Star weapons on them now. Like, it almost is like a fucking joke at this point. Like, I, I almost expected a laugh track to start playing when he said, Final Order! And I'm like, okay, dude. Like, alright. I don't know. It's, once again, I understand there's people out there who like these films. But it's extremely hard to to watch them again and then just be reminded of how shitty they are granted jj abrams tried whatever he could to retcon the last jedi but that's actually the biggest problem of the film in my eyes is that because he tried that so much we basically got two films in one in the first hour of rise of the skywalker has like the worst pace 
seen I've, I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's just jumping and jumping between scenes, planets, characters. I'm like, I can't even fucking keep track of what's going on. They fake Chewie's death. <laughs> they uh, they find stuff like they're in an Elder Scrolls dungeon. You know, waypoints here. Yeah. They get done with that encounter on uh whatever that one planet was with the elephant hybrid people. Fuck, I don't even know, dude. Uh, yeah, they they're looking for. They meet Lando. Yay, he's back. This deal just keeps getting worse and worse. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they find the ship after fighting some stormtroopers, and then they conveniently go down into quicksand. Yep. Well, that's that's where, like, it gets annoying, too. Like, really? They're just going to magically, after the, the, the chase scene, land in the quicksand that leads them into the caves to the Wayfinder? Like, are you fucking kidding me? No, not the Wayfinder. The dagger to find the Wayfinder. That sounded so stupid when you just said that out loud. <laughs> Damn and and she force heals the the basculus or whatever the hell it was you know when it should have ate her right away right the ship wasn't sca- scrapped at all it's just been sitting there for 20 years since luke and lando found it like all right that's good no big deal um kylo ren just Testing her by getting concu- concussions from spinning around at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why didn't Kylo just pull up a little bit when Ray jumped? Like, she wasn't even looking at it. <laughs> no. Uh, what is something that you actually did enjoy with the film? Um... Okay, Han Solo's passing. I think uh, they made it a little better. They did. They. I would. Yeah. I think that's fair to say that they did make it a little bit better. Yeah, it was just a memory, but it was literally. Well, didn't, didn't they just copy the Return of the Jedi? I mean, it, it literally took the father to bring the son back to the light side. Well, I guess Luke was never on the dark side, but I was trying to make a comparison between. Uh, Vader killing Palpatine to become Anakin. Yeah, but I feel like that was Ryan Johnson's way of saying, we're sorry. Yeah. I yeah, because like, because of the first movie, Leia hugging Rey, and um, like, no memorial for Han or anything. I think mm-hmm. it was... Yeah, Abrams, right? Because Ryan Johnson didn't make Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.J. Abrams, sorry. I think that that's really the only thing I liked. Um, Besides that, what about the, uh, you know, where Lando and Chewie come back with the entire fucking galaxy? And, you know, they got Wedge and Tilly's on the gunner seat by the Millennium Falcon. Uh, you know, I would have to pause and, or watch a YouTube video, but there's a bunch of ships from the other parts of the universe, uh, from like Clone Wars and Rebel, the Rebel show. You didn't think it was, like, really cool to see, like, actual fucking Rebels show up to stop the enemy threat to the universe. Mm, that's cool. 
Um, but it kind of got ruined by Palpatine's super lightning attack. Oh, you mean his EMP bomb? Yeah. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, and space tough. horses. You yeah, know, that was, that was cool. Running on top of a Star Destroyer, which doesn't seem practical at all. I would just tilt the damn thing. <laughs> I would just tilt the Star Destroyer and they all fall off. Like, literally, even the landing ship. Bye. See ya. Right. Uh, uh, dang it, dude. This might be uh, the most negative episode ever. And I like it because... I'm I'm trying to like find a way to be positive, but man, the more we talk about it, the more I fucking hate it. <laughs> I, I thought it was stupid how like Ray dies and then Kylo force heals her and then they like kiss, like, okay. Cool. End it there. And <laughs> Kylo's like <"Ugh." laughs> just dies. <laughs> the moment what? To live. Well, here's a bigger <laughs> Here's a bigger what, though, is Kylo didn't even know how to use a force heals. Ray did it to him, and I guess that means he learns it too. Like it's a fucking video game. I don't know. And doesn't Kylo disappear too? Like, yeah. So he because he's been solo again, he instantly becomes. Okay. Why? Why didn't? Why didn't Darth Vader disappear? Well, Anakin did disappear. No, he didn't. I mean, he became a Force ghost, but his body didn't disappear like Ben and Leia. Well, Luke and Yoda's body disappears, and Obi-Wan. I know, but they never went to the dark side of the Force. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because Anakin only really had an arm and a head. Okay, well, his body cavity should have just disappeared. <laughs> I'm like over here. You could tell I'm like over here, really, really thinking about it, like trying to dissect like any type of solution. I don't. Okay, well, Luke had a freaking hand. You didn't see that crawling around after he disappeared, right? Like a snake with its head chopped off, the body's still moving around. <laughs> yeah, hand with a bunch of lube from an old man. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so why did he disappear? It makes no sense. Mm. These movies don't make any sense, Ryan. Um, at the end of my notes, it says, uh, so much tokenism in this movie. This is a special broadcast. Manscaped.com. Never nick your balls again. Let's go to a customer. I use Manscaped all the Were time. Are you okay with the way Ray killed Palpatine once and for all? Yeah, no, again. What? Killed him? But how does it make sense? I mean, it's really Did tough. you hear my commercial? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it just straight up disconnected me. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah, no, I heard it. Okay. Leave it in there. Because I probably only need to cut like 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, so much what is, what do you have, tokenism what is, sorry, totally uh, in this movie. And in what ways? God damn it. I, I knew it. Well, I want you to explain yourself. 
I know, I'm trying to remember now. Oh it's been God. a few days. <laughs> what, what, like, tokenism as, like, Ray being so special, or? Yeah, Ray, Finn, Poe, you know. Nobody's dying. And plot. Like, yeah, plot armor. And then, god damn it, I can't remember. Well, good job. I like how you, I like, everybody, let's appreciate how Alex brings up a point. <laughs> can't talk about it. Well, I was at the end of my list. I wanted to turn off the movie by then. Yeah, no, it's a really bad film. There ain't really much to look forward to. It's already the last film of a terrible trilogy. So I think most of us went into the theaters going, let's just get this over with. I was pretty convinced I wasn't going to see it in theaters because that's how like disinterested I was into the rest of the trilogy. Uh, I, you know, I still went and saw it in theaters. I walked out and went, meh. <laughs> oh, another thing I didn't like about the movie. Uh, what the fuck was that little thing's uh, name? The freak? Yeah, him. What about him? When he pops up at the end battle scene, like, it's oh, so, God. It was so fucking stupid. It looked like a little kid, like, playing with his action toys out the window. Right? Like, it looks like he's <laughs> fucking glued to the window. Like, strap in, dude. You're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Well, what are your closing thoughts? On Rise of the Sky, on Rise of Skywalker. Um, they tried to fix a lot of their errors by using band aids and super glue, and they kind of just covered themselves with it, and not the old movies. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, I really appreciate J.J. Abrams trying to basically make this movie look like it takes place right after the force awakens even though it clearly doesn't and they even say that in the film itself it's just it didn't work the only way he really could have saved this film was making a two-part film that took place after the force awakens like i know it wasn't possible and it's extremely disrespectful to ryan johnson in terms of like jobs and you know just his career but that's how bad the last jedi was that this film need to be split up into four hours we needed a new episode eight like that's how bad the last jedi was so i get what he was trying to do uh it still didn't work i don't know why the fuck we're on a desert planet again (laughs) you know with the elephant human hybrid people like i'm so sick of sand and deserts in fucking star wars i hate sand so coarse irritating gets into everything (laughs) but i'm sick of those fucking planets if anyone i doubt it would ever happen anybody who makes any type of decisions at lucas films fuck off with your desert planets we still gotta talk about solo there's still a desert planet (laughs) okay what is your review of rise of skywalker um shitty movie 4.5 4.5 out of 10. Uh, really shitty movie. I appreciate what it tried. I'll give it a 5.8 out of 10. So, not the worst thing ever. It certainly is nowhere near Last Jedi, but it still sucks. Oh, real quick. I am so sorry. I got to add one more thing for something I liked. 
even though he's fucking dead when he did it. But Luke lifting up his X-Wing out of the water, because it's something he never did in the original trilogy for Rey, was super badass. Anyway, Yay! Yeah, just a little fan service for me, because it's not done with Skywalker. Anyway, so we are going to move on to a couple bonus movies that we wanted to do for everybody. And hold on, hold on. Really? You, you fucking gave your review. You should have said, oh. I, I know, but we should not talk about Rogue One and Solo yet. Why? We should rate the movies one through nine. But see, I wanted to add Rogue One and Solo in there because they are above certain films. I know, but these are the trilogies. So we'll do that at the end. We'll add them to where we like him. Okay, we'll do it twice then. Go ahead. All right. So let me grab my notebook here. Because I wrote them down. All right. From worst to best. Last Jedi for number nine. Force Awakens for number eight. Rise of Skywalker for number seven. Number six, Phantom Menace. Number five, Attack of the Clones. Number four, A New Hope. Three, Return of the Jedi. Number two, Revenge of the Sith. And number one, Empire Strikes Back. What about you, Ryan? Episode, uh, ninth film that I don't, or, you know, from dislikes to my favorite movies. So I'd say number nine is The Last Jedi, number eight, Rise of Skywalker, number seven, Force Awakens, number six, Phantom Menace, number five, Attack of the Clones, number four, A New Hope, uh, number three, Revenge of the Sith, actually Empire Strikes Back, number three, Revenge of the Sith, number two. And Return of the Jedi number one, because Luke's my favorite character, as I said. I just really like the finale to his character and pretty much the finale of the entire six movie, you know, saga we had originally. Uh, Revenge of the Sith just it really means a lot to me as a kid. You know, just watching that movie in the theaters blew my mind away. There's actually just a lot of stuff that happens in that film that really makes me happy. I'm a huge Clone Wars fan, although Empire Strikes Back is still probably one of the best films in cinema history. It's also the best sequel in cinema history, but it's still at number three for me in, in regards to Star Wars films. So that's my ranking of the films. Are you, are you ready to move on? Yep. So we're going to do a couple, you know, as we already said, a couple bonus episodes for you guys, or I'm sorry, bonus reviews. So we are going to be including Rogue One and Solo into this episode. And we're going to start off with Solo, because that's technically before Rogue One and the timeline. Alex, what did you think of Solo? Solo is a good movie, but uh, we really didn't need it. And it kind of underscored Han's character from the original trilogy. Um because it's showing Han is a good guy again. When we meet him in A New Hope, he's a smuggler and he's a a deadbeat and a bad guy. Um, so it kind of underscores it if you watch it before A New Hope. That's very true. I agree with you though. I I didn't hate the movie. I just the only thing I didn't like. Well, my takeaway was that we didn't need it. 
And I would have loved that movie to have been about a different character, Obi-Wan, uh, Boba Fett, if they wanted to, which they were supposed to make. They're supposed to make an Obi-Wan TV series. But I'm just saying it would have been cool to make a Star Wars story about a different character. I know a lot of people out there love Han Solo. But if it's not Harrison Ford playing Han Solo, I don't really give a fuck. So that's kind of where I'm at. It is a really good film. You know, obviously Donald Glover playing Lando. I already felt like it was going to be pretty good. That guy's an amazing actor, comedian, uh, you know, musician. He's, he's really good at what he does. I was actually okay with that. Like, I was okay to see a young Lando. It was just Han I couldn't get behind. But once I saw the film, I was pretty happy with everything we saw. You know, Darth Maul being at the end was super badass. You know, Ray pa- Parker reprising his role as the live-action Darth Maul. I thought that was super cool with Sam Witwer voicing him again. But him being behind basically that whole plot was really cool as a villain. Unlike Snoke, who's just a fucking clone of Palpatine. But anyways, uh, I thought the movie was great. Uh, Chewie and Han, the way they meet and then you know, obviously become friends was great. You know, Woody Harrelson as like his mentor. Uh, you know, Han's mentor was really cool. Uh, I thought that was super badass. Amelia Clark, uh, you know, she did good as you know with her role. I thought the film is great in, in in its own right. I just ultimately I can't help but think as I'm watching it, like I wish this was a different story. But once again, we already got the film. You know, Ron Howard directed this film. I think that's super badass. You know, I was looking for the ET Easter eggs, I couldn't find them, but it's okay. Uh, I I don't know. I I actually don't have any complaints for the film besides I just wish it was a different character story that we were getting for another movie. Yeah, like I said, I I did not mind the movie. It's a good, it's solid movie. It's good in its own way, but we didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that happens during the film where you're like, eh, I didn't really like that? Um... Like I said, Han becoming a a good guy, like it underscores him in A New Hope. Like, so you don't see, yeah. So like him helping out those uh, people and giving away all that money. I don't think he. I mean, like it's there now, but I don't think he would do that because he's a smuggler by trade. I mean, he shot Woody Harrelson, so. That's yeah, who he I, is, and before he meets Luke and Leia, he's kind of a swindler. Yeah, no, he totally is. You know, they kind of they kind of take away from the actual Han Solo we got in four, five, and six, like you're saying, or I'm sorry, episode four, where he wouldn't. I don't think he would have not helped. You know, that tribe of people. They're not a tribe. Well, they they look like it with their attire, but that girl and her. Uh, uh, bounty hunters, whatever they are, scavengers. Uh, I think he would have helped them, but he definitely wouldn't have given them all the money. That's not, no, definitely not a thing. Yeah. And I agree with that. That's definitely kind of like, I don't know if you'd call it a plot hole, but it's definitely against the character that we have in episode four. Kind of a bit of an oversight on their part, I would say. Is there anything else that like you would say, eh, I would have changed that too, or maybe just taken it out of the film. Um, so I thought the train scene was cool. I thought the mining planet, you know, when they went, well, they go to Kessel, they do the Kessel run. 
I thought all of that was cool. Uh, you know, the oh, I would take out the robot, Lando's robot. Uh, she just annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, his relationship with the robot was kind of weird. Yeah, and then the robot yeah. uprising, it was like, really? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. Like, the the jokes were off for the robot, I'd say. Well, I would say the robot as a whole, like you're saying, and then like its little subplot that they have within within that mining facility to have an uprising is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I really do enjoy the film. I I've watched it two or three times since its release. It's not bad. I just uh I don't know. I don't know if this is fair to say, but there really isn't much to talk about for it with me. Like it's a good it's an okay film. I, I really don't mind it. I, I like watching it. Didn't watch it, but I wa- I like watching it. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good movie to just to leave on and not really pay attention to, I'd say. Yeah, I would say it's definitely one of those movies that maybe you only need to see it once and you're good to go. Yeah. So what would you give a review for Soul? Um definitely watch four, five, and six before you watch it because like I said, it kind of ruins Han's character. You already know about him. Um but I for rating I would say seven out of ten. It's a solid movie. I liked it. Uh looks great. You know, Disney money. Always working good. But okay storyline. Just didn't need the movie. Yeah, I'd give it a seven out of ten. I, I really did enjoy this film when I went and saw it in theaters. I believe this yeah, so this film came out after The Last Jedi. I'm sorry. Actually, yes, The Last Jedi. I thought I said the wrong title. So no matter what, I was kind of just happy to watch it because The Last Jedi sucks so much ass. So that's it. It didn't need to exist, but I'm I'm still happy it does because it is a fun watch. It's not the worst thing ever. But I kind of really want to talk about the Rogue One movie. So this movie came out after The Force Awakens. And Alex, did you see it in theaters? No, I didn't. Out. I saw I saw The Force Awakens and I was just like done. Yeah, I I went and saw it in theaters. I lost my mind. It was a completely different take on the Star Wars universe in every almost every way possible. Like this movie is the closest thing to the at, the attitude and atmosphere of Empire Strikes Back. Just like you never really feel like the good guys are going to win. It just feels like it's going to constantly go south. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen the film, but technically in Rogue One it does. It it constantly gets worse as the movie goes on. The characters are great. You know, Cassie and Andor was amazing. You know, Jyn Erso, great. Just uh, K2SO, you know, Alan Tadok is voicing the robot. Now that is a robot. I, can, I legitimately enjoyed all of his sarcasm. Just everything about him was great. <clears throat> you know, uh, Forrest Whitaker as a uh, Saw Guerrero was great. I mean, I can talk about it all day. I just think every, all the characters in the film are great. You know, we see a quick cameo on Jetta of the guys that, you know, Obi-Wan takes the arm off in episode four. So that was like kind of cool. Unnecessary, but it was cool. Um, I'd say the main bad villain, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, plays uh, Orson Krennic. Uh, I thought he did it. 
very good job. Because, like, not not Darth Vader, not Darth Vader level, but, but he's... he was menacing. He never yeah. gave up. Yeah. Like, you believed in his cause. You, everything he did made sense, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't question anything that he did at all. The Krennic was a very, very good Star Wars villain. Scarif was dope. Uh, I think the new Death Troopers, which were first introduced in this film, were really cool. Uh, man, I just, I really loved watching this movie. So I watched this today before we recorded the show. But I, I love this movie in theaters. You know, I, I've watched it at least two or three times since it's been out. I I can't stress enough how much I love this film. You know, with the 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 space battle was dope. Um, you know, when they're trying to save, well, Jin's trying to save her dad. I thought that whole scene was really cool with the X-Wings. And just pretty much everything that happened there. Yeah, I'm a sucker for this film, dude. Um, I love it. I would say it's a good war flick. Like, it is. Uh, yeah. Not on par with Saving Private Ryan, but that's what I felt like watching it. Like, these people are giving it all. They're, they're making sacrifice. And you saw in this little bit of a movie, you saw all the character development. Uh, like, uh, was it Cassian Andor? Yeah. Um, he does whatever the resistance says. Then he's um, then Jin changes his mind and he becomes a better person. Like everybody has their own flaws and they uh, overturn them before they die. Yeah, I think uh, you know. I, I think every character's death too is like really on point. Like, everyone died in the way that you would expect them to if someone said, oh, this character dies. And as you watch the film, it, it really, yeah, man. It's it's a really good war movie, as you're saying. It, it definitely is like Saving Private Ryan, where, like, they're just trying to do the right thing as the movie goes on. There's setback after setback. And they still accomplish their mission, you know, which is cool. But at the cost of literally all of their lives. And I just thought... That the whole tone of this movie, the fact that everyone dies, was such a major departure from anything that Star Wars has done before, and it was very welcoming. Like I really enjoyed it. Like I normally, I'm, I'm one of those people where I always want to see the good guy win or make it out alive. Like I swear to God, if Master Chief dies, I'll cry like a little bitch. But just the way they develop these characters, because you, I feel like you become attached to them pretty quickly. Like I didn't, I didn't hate anybody. The second they were on the scene or you know on the screen like i i really enjoyed all of their scenes and you really could feel for their resolve you know you can can believe in their actions and i just man i'm so impressed with this movie i'm really happy i watched it again today because it's been a while it's probably been like a year or so but if we can get any like future star wars movies like this or series like the mandalorian because i feel like the mandalorian kind of follows this movie based on just the way the Mandalorian plays out, it, it does feel like a Rogue One-esque where, you know, Mando, it stuff rarely goes right for him. <laughs> right. And it's not that he's not a good bounty hunter. It's just, you know, shit happens and it seems like he can never catch a break. But with Rogue One, it, if it's the same thing where it's like, Jesus, with these poor people. Um, um, one thing I... 
What was that? Was there anything you would change about it? Uh, Darth Vader's voice seemed a little off to me. Yes, so rewatching the film, that is the one thing I did notice today. The second he spoke, it felt off. But do you think that's maybe because we just recently watched the original trilogy again? Like, it obviously, mm. the same voice. It is voice yeah. Than else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Jones, but it does. It is. It's very noticeable, and it does stand out. Yes, um, but it is redeemed by the ending scene, <laughs> which might be one of the best scenes in Star Wars history. Yeah, him wrecking those rebels, cake. Yeah, dude. Especially listening to the Britney Spears version. What? Yeah, there's a dub version of Britney Spears. <laughs> of course, there is. Is uh, is there anything in particular about this movie? I know we've said a lot of good things about it. Is there any particular scene or moment that just really stood out to you that you would probably say is your favorite? Um. Probably the beginning scene, like you see the Empire show up and uh, she goes and hides with her mother and you just see how terrible the Empire truly is in that beginning scene. Like, come with me or you're going to die and then he's going to hold the kid hostage over the guy so he builds the ultimate, uh, builds the Death Star. Right, the ultimate weapon, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a very good scene to to choose from. I I agree with you there. Um, let's see. Oh, for me, <laughs> I would say the one that stands out. I won't say it's my favorite scene, but as I'm sitting here, I can't really pick a certain scene. But one that stands out for me that I think is worth like fucking clapping for is when Ka- when we first see Cassian. So it's also at the beginning. You know, he finds the informant. You know, the guy who seems like a schizo. And, you know, stormtroopers come up on them on their conversation and he shoots them both, which is fine. You know, whatever. He has to. But he fucking kills the informant. And that's one of my favorite things about this film is that it shows how, like, novice or desperate the Rebel Alliance is. Where their fucking um, captains are literally just murdering citizens. Like, that was fucking crazy to see, but it also shows the severity of everything going on, you know? That, and it really grows on your your first perception of the character. Like, him killing him, you know, he's, he's doing this bad deed for the Resistance, but then they tell him to kill um, the father, and he hesitates because of her. Right. Yeah. It's like small little character developments that you actually are engaged with. I would say that this film does have a ton of details like that where you could easily miss it and not even and go, oh shit. Uh, you know, I felt like this movie wasn't trying at all, besides some certain cameos, of course. And you know they have to do cameos, things like the Marvel movies and shit. That they weren't trying to hit the nostalgia button on fans. They were really trying to show just that era. And because they always talk about, I believe they say it at least a couple times in episode four, but like, they're like, oh, many Vothan spies have died for this information. So it's really cool to see 
what led up to episode four, like literally. And uh, I just thought they did such a good job with that film. Is directed by Gareth Edwards, who also made a movie called Monsters that's really good. Um, and 2014 Godzilla, which was, but anyways, good film. I I highly recommend it to anybody. If you haven't seen it yet, please go watch it. You're missing out. It's a movie that you must see. Uh, Alex, what are your closing thoughts on Rogue One? Uh, great movie. Uh, Disney, learn from it. Make more movies like that. And what would be your numbered review for it? Uh, eight eight 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, so I agree with you. I, I really do wish like Disney and Lucasfilms really take a step back to look at this movie and then the Mandalorian TV show because Star Wars can be done right. You don't have to betray every single thing that George Lucas built to make something good. And though these two uh, entities really prove that. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this film. I just watched it today. Besides Darth Vader's voice definitely sounding overly different. That might be the only critique I have, to be honest. I give it a 9.5 out of 10. Like, it really is a movie that I could watch again tomorrow if I had to. I love it that much. So, yeah. Star Wars Rogue One. So before we end the show, we are now going to rate all of the movies. All the Star Wars movies. Alex, are you ready for this? Yeah, I went first last time, so you can go ahead. Go first. So it's still Last Jedi at the end. Then Rise of Skywalker. Solo. I still. Nah, no, I'm sorry. Force Awakens. Solo. I still like Phantom Menace more for characters and shit. Uh, Solo. Attack of the Clones. I am. Um, so what am I? Do I have four left? Yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. Uh, Rogue One. Would eh. Oh, this is tough. This is so tough. There's things I want to say right now that might get me shot. All right. I'm going to do it. Empire Strikes Back. Rogue One. Revenge of the Sith. And then Return of the Jedi at the top. Oof. That, that was really tough to say out loud because Empire is so good, but... For me personally, just on like a a a repeat level, you know, rewatchability is kind of what I'm basing this on. I'd still rather watch Rogue One again than Empire. Really? Yeah, it hurt to say that out loud, but I don't know. Empire is everyone's favorite, so I'd rather not choose it. You know? Yeah. All right. It's yours. You ready for mine? I definitely don't want it to be number one. Go ahead. All right, for number 11, The Last Jedi. Number 10, Force Awakens. Or, yeah. Uh, Nine, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Eight, Phantom Menace. Seven, Attack of the Clones. Six, Solo. And the last five. Hmm. I only forgot to say A New Hope. I, I think so, too. I would put it underneath or above Attack of the Clones, but underneath Empire. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So number six, Solo. Number five, A New Hope. 
Number four. Return of the Jedi. Number, <laughs> <laughs> number three, Rogue One. Okay. Number two, uh, Revenge. Revenge of the Sith. And number one, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, man, I really like your list. If I didn't like Luke Skywalker so much, it'd probably be exactly the same. But I just can't stress enough how much that ending to me as a kid and till this day is so satisfying to me. But I think you got an extremely solid list there, man. Those top three movies, Empire, Revenge of the Sith, and Rogue One, all three of those movies are extremely unique in their own way. That that there's that deserves to be a top three for in, pretty much anybody. And I'd almost like kind of want to watch all three of those movies separately. You know, maybe like in a couple day period and just see how I feel about them because they are extremely different. What happens in those movies is insane on their own level. But yeah, man. So is there anything else you'd like to add to Star Wars before you go? I'm sorry. One more thing real quick. Uh, It was just announced today that on October, I believe, 30th, uh, Mandalorian season two comes back out. So you can check that out on Disney Plus. I'm sure there will be a trailer soon. So keep an eye out for it. But Alex, is there anything else you'd like to add to? I I would say Return of the Jedi would be higher on the list. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a very good movie. If I could put it in the top three, I would. But I can't. Uh, If they just took out the beginning scene in Jabba's palace and made Luke not sacrifice all his friends and put away his lightsaber and his droid... And then take out the Ewox. It would have been perfect. Yeah, I do agree. Like changing the, changing the, um, excuse me, the Cantina scene, you know, not Cantina, the intro with Jabba the Hutt. Maybe changing that up a bit. And as much as I'm actually okay with the Ewoks, it's still a little ridiculous. It's definitely where George Lucas started tapping into that side. I wish there was maybe another way around it. One of the things you joked about in the episode where we discussed those those films was literally like giant grizzly bears instead of Ewoks. Uh, Basically, Wookiees, but... No, 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 no. No, Giant grizzly bears with freaking spears. Yes, excuse me. Giant grizzly bears with spears. Yes. But no, it's a good film, but it definitely has its setbacks as well, which is, you know, sad, but I still find a way through it even though the Ewoks, as cute and funny as they are, are completely unnecessary for the severity of what's going on (laughs) in that film. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. It was extremely fun to finally do this. It's Man, this was a long thing to get through all these Star Wars films, so we really hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, This is the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Alex, thank you for being on the show, and uh, you can go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Have a nice day. Yeah, have a nice day. Uh, Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon, but thank you for listening to the show. Bye.